One Percenters, welcome back to another week of the One Percent Podcast with your host, myself, David Nurse. I'm coming to you from Japan right now, currently, as we speak. This podcast wasn't recorded in Japan, but that's where I'm at right now, smashing some sushi, of course. And this week on the podcast, we have an entrepreneur who has pivoted multiple times through his career and not just reinvented himself, but reinvented himself and thrived in every situation. Our guest today is the true definition of turning your dreams into a reality by the power of speaking it into existence. Very powerful, huge believer in that. Chase Tuning is an Army veteran of six years active duty, started his own super successful personal training business, and is now the host of the Ever Forward podcast. Chase and I dive deep into what it means to be always living a life ever forward. And this podcast is filled with applicable nuggets for your own life. If you are wanting to live out your dreams that you have, it can be done. And we'll show you how. Chase and I both didn't come from anything special. You don't have to. You just have to make the decision of what you want out of life and go for it. So one percenters, buckle up. Because here we go. Here it is. Chili Pad, chilitechnology.com. These guys are my favorite, not just because their product is amazing, and Chili Pad actively manages the body's temperature to deliver a magical, deep sleep, great REM, makes you feeling like you've woken up just fully rested and recovered to attack the day. But the people they are, I know them well, and they are some of the best people that will care for you, make sure that you are absolutely getting the most out of every night's sleep. And think about it, too. You're going to save a ton of money just because you don't have to turn the air conditioner down to 60 degrees. This chili pad or the Uller, it's going to regulate your body's temperature to sleep in the cold. Cool sleep is magical sleep. And luckily for you, they're great friends of mine, and they've given me a code to give you a super discount. DNBball25 at checkout gets you 25% off the chili pad. DNBball10 gets you 10% off the Uller at checkout. Go to chilitechnology.com. All of this will be linked in the show notes and start sleeping like a baby today. We are on. We yeah, are man. live. We are, we are rolling. Okay, Chase Tuning, start me off with a bang. What's up, man? Bang. Give me something that, <laughs> ah, you know, nobody really knows about you. I mean, we all know Ever Forward Radio. We know what you stand for, and it's beautiful, but we want something behind the scenes. Well, how about this? Start be, with a bang. This will be really, really humanizing. It's my first time ever in Erewhon. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. Are, we are recording live from yeah, Erewhon. This is very Because true. we are very... We're very L.A. chic. And we <laughs> I love, am now, officially. Yeah. I popped my Erewhon cherry today. Right. Yeah. You are drinking a smoothie that was $35 with activated gluten-free Absolutely. charcoal. It's, yeah. It's amazing. Well, do I get it? my vegan powers once I'm, this is digested, or is this pretty immediate? No, I mean, it's really I immediate. You'll feel it. Cool. You'll feel it. You'll have a little dog in a purse by no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's good to be here. I appreciate it. I, what, a, what a day. What a beautiful day. Absolutely. Everything's a beautiful day. Yeah, man. Okay, that's, that's the bang. You're at your first time at Air One. It's a I beautiful guess so. bang. I mean, <laughs> right. it's, it's an L.A. bang for sure. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God, you lived here for a year. You've never been to Air One. Ah. Oh, wow. So I did get you that. It's huge. Okay, let's just jump right into it, man. Let's talk, about, let's talk about your pivot in your life, okay? So being in the Army, six years active duty in the Army. Yeah. 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 Did you think, did you see that as being what you were going to do for the rest of your life? I know you had, you got an injury and you, you couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. 
what was like going into that? Did you see like, this is me, this is what I'm doing. I know your dad did it and you can talk on that for sure. Yeah. I mean, that was exactly it. I, I thought that's what it was going to be. I, I was 17 years old when I enlisted. The idea of legacy was pretty yeah. prominent with yep. me at the time. And uh, I think also at that time, I sort of kind of knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, but who really knows at that age? And the whole concept of college was semi-appealing, but I recognized that potentially it could be a waste of my time. It could be a waste of my parents' money, um, uh, money that you know maybe even wasn't there. But I was like, well, instead of just wasting time, wasting money, let me just go pursue something you know that I think would have a pretty good ROI. You know, I, the whole concept, like I said, of legacy was very strong with me. My dad, my whole family for decades and decades were generations and generations. And so I went in and it seemed really appealing. I was like, hell, in 20 years at 37, I can retire. That's pretty cool. At 37, like get a pension, have benefits, all these things and be still so young, then go on to like next season of life, next job or whatever. Who knows? But yeah, life had other plans. Uh, wound up. I, I tell everybody, I joke, I, I'm an overachiever. Instead of retiring after 20 years at age 37, I retired after six years and at age 23 uh, because the nature of my injuries were so bad that I was medically medically retired. So I got all the benefits of a retiree. Now I just, I did it in six. (laughs) (laughs) You beat the system for sure. So when you do retire, when you're out with the injuries, like what are you feeling next is like, okay, now I have nothing going for me. How do I go to the next thing? Because you've created an amazing brand, an amazing authentic brand that you're continuing to grow. And it's like, a ton of respect for being able to do that, but it's not easy going from one thing to something completely different. Very daunting task. Especially when it's not your choice, especially uh, when uh, it's yeah. not of your own will. Um, I was forced into it. Um, I, this whole support system of the military, this whole way of life, this whole day to day interaction, this whole sense of identity really um, was one day there and then the next day it's gone. One day you have a mission, the next day you don't. One day you have a support system, the next day you don't. To an extent. I mean, I had family and things like that, but anyone who's listening or knows anybody in the military, when you're in, it's one way of life. When you're out, <laughs> it's another. And it wasn't my idea. It wasn't my choice to to be in the other way of life. Yeah, right. And so, right. yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of a big gray area for me. Uh, I was faced with, you know, definitely, I was still in a lot of rehab time. I, you know, physically, I right. was still on a cane and things like that. Um, getting back to being a real boy, as I say, um, (laughs) and just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. What did this next stage of life mean? How did I want to fill it? Um, and I, the one kind of area of clarity I got, I recognized that if I don't do something right now, I'm going to lose whatever momentum I have in terms of just adulting in terms of creating a life. And so I decided to jump on the thing that was kind of an easy, obvious choice at the time. And that was education. Um, so part of my contract with uncle Sam was free college. Uh, I enlisted with the Montgomery GI bill, then transferred what's called the post nine 11 GI bill. So I enrolled in school and I separated from the army July 28th, 2009. And I started college undergrad at 23 years old. Um, about three weeks later, it was very, very little downtime. And I knew that if I allow too much downtime, I probably would just get too comfortable and didn't know what I would wind up doing. Yeah, absolutely. So what What did you, you went into personal training, growing your personal training brand? Uh, yeah, I went into exercise science. Right. That's exercise what I studied science. in school. Okay. Yeah. You got your personal training business and you're doing that, but 
you don't realize it's your complete life calling. I know we talked about this the first time that we met. Like, how do you go from pivoting from army personal training and then on to the brand that you built, the podcast that you built, the voice that you are? Yeah, good question. Uh, Howard probably best, of course, of course. (laughs) Howard probably best answer that is just realizing that what you're doing is not always it. Uh, it Ooh. sounds so, so cliche, but, you know, stay a student, even when you're in the thing that you think you want to do that, that you like to do that maybe you think this is it, this is what I went to school for. So this is my job. I'm in the industry, or this is what I, what I chose to fill my time with. That's never it. It doesn't have to be it. And so I realized I was about to graduate with my undergrad degree in exercise science. And pretty much you, you did one of like two things. You, you, you became a personal trainer and like became a personal trainer, like did your own thing or you went to work for an, a gym or some right. kind of fitness entity. Right, right, right. And so I did that here and there, had some honestly a couple of like glorified part-time jobs, but it really gave me a sense of what was possible, like the potential of not only my degree, but the pot- potential of what fulfilled me, what made me happy. Uh, for example, like I thought I wanted to go into corporate wellness because I wanted to show people like nine to fivers, like you don't have to just stay sedentary. There are ways to like move and interject activity and stuff into your day. And like, here's how we can help, you know, outside of the office. And I realized that those people were not motivated. Most of them, they were not the ideal client that I wanted to work with. They didn't really care that much. And sure. I would rather spend my time working with someone who cares even just a little bit more uh, than trying to interject motivation in someone and then teach them something. So what I'm trying to say is basically always stay a student. Uh, and I realized that yes, my degree got me into certain jobs or I chose to go to this place of work or this internship or this mentorship or whatever, but just take notes from all of these experiences, take notes of, I really, really like this and I could probably do without that. And so what I began to do was just that funnel down into other opportunities. And I began to go out and search for more specific jobs. I began to do specific things. Um, I was working this one job, basically it was like three jobs. I was a firehouse trainer. I would run like their annual field testing, go to the, go to their fire stations and train them. I would also do corporate wellness and I would do like biometric screening and health coaching. And then I was also working uh, outdoor boot camp with a buddy of mine back in Richmond, Virginia. Wow. And all those things kind of helped me realize that there's like a common thread here of, I want people to get well and stay well. Yep. And that landed me a job where I was a health coach and a wellness director for this medical practice. And then even that, you know, I did it for a few years, but then I realized this isn't it. Like I've been getting the tools in my toolbox necessary for me to move on to the next thing because every job that I had showed me a little bit more and more of what I really wanted to do and what I knew that I didn't want to do long-term. So then it all kind of came to a head 2017 um and uh it just became the most obvious thing in the world hey chase it's time to move on and so i I did the scary thing gave my notice and uh really accelerated my side hustle of like fitness coaching on the side in my apartment building back in dc and online coaching and just decided to go all in on me and uh yeah going on almost three years now and slowly still learning even when it's my own world now yeah i still find things that i like to do that i don't like to do that i can filter down and get better on. that's that's so good you were saying that you were doing a a ton of things great things that people see from the outside but you knew it wasn't completely what you wanted to do and a lot of times people will get stuck in a situation and think okay shoot i'm stuck yeah but if you look at it as ways as this is just growing me closer to what my thing is going to be like 
it's all on a road. We all have a road we take. The worst thing we could do is not even jump on a road, even if it's the wrong road per se. It's you not just stay on actually, the sidelines, yeah. Yeah, it's not actually the wrong road. It's going to lead you to where you want to be eventually. And you've done a great job of that now, being able to grow your own brand, grow your own company, your own business. And people will look at you and they're like, oh, man, that's, I mean, that's just for him. Lucky, like, lucky he could do that. That's not for me. Yeah, like, it's, it's all luck. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not yeah. luck, but it's like, okay, it's, it's not for me. I can't do it. It's right, a self-defeating yeah words that we tell ourselves how do you break free from that like how do you like you you've done it so well multiple times how can you help people like that's a biggest struggle that i feel like too how can you help people see that there's more inside of them than the situation they might be in and you really can like you really can live your dreams yeah you really can absolutely if you take the necessary steps yeah i think that call it FOMO, call it comparison syndrome, call it, you know, social media awe. Um, there's just a lot more of that this day and age. I think over the last two to three years, it just seems like the potential and the glitz and the glam is is possible for everyone. Yeah. And that's simply not the case. Um, sure, some people just like strike gold out of the gate for whatever reason. Others that you think are like the overnight success. I promise you there's like a three to five year, if not yeah. longer story behind it. And those are the people that I think are going to be most perennial. Those are the people that really get it the most. Those are the people that have something of true worth and value right. to offer their audience, their clients themselves really. Um, and I think those people have probably learned what I have learned. And that's, I hate to say the quicker you can accept, but the more willing you can to get on board to accept that, you have to just, with open arms, embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. They, in the, the quicker you can kind of break down the walls of one has higher worth than the other, then you're going to be learning no matter what. If you succeed or if you fall flat on your ass every day, when it is your world, it's all up to you. And so, therefore, it's all your fault. If you f- Yes. If you succeed, it's your fault. If you fail, it's your fault. Right. And in both of those scenarios, and even everywhere in between in the gray, there is always a learning curve. There's always something to be to be taught, to be learned. So if you can just embrace that, that every experience in whatever it is you set out to experience, there is a learnable, coachable, teachable moment, then you really you can't go wrong. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but I mean, it's, it's there for a reason. Um, and so that's what I would say to people that are, you know, looking – to these people or idolizing or even dreaming and pursuing their own things um, yep. is, is is focus on not just one part of it, not one part of the journey, but everything is there to teach you something that you absolutely need. For sure. It's it, that's spot on. And look where you are now. What has it been? What, 10, 11 years since you joined the army? What's, what's the years? Been? Uh, 10 years. I can't believe 10 years. Yeah. Right. And where yeah, you are right now, like nine. all those led to the point that you are who you are. So just knowing that it's going to take time and what you go through. But I also look to you as like an ultimate lifestyle, for lack of a better <laughs> term, just lifestyle genius or expert, like, <laughs> not just in the, I'll take it. Thanks, <laughs> the well, really not in just the mindset and be able to grow your own brand. And the entrepreneurship that you have, but also in the the health field as well. Like I'm following your Instagram. All right, what's Chase doing today? Like what kind of workouts he doing? Like it's it's powerful to have that type of influence. What are what are some of your like? Let's dig inside of yeah. you. What are some some things that you do daily, health wise or fitness wise? Oh, like man, your how little much tricks. Time we got here. 
Uh, oh, I, <laughs> I got, want them. This is for it, me selfishly, personally. This is where I, I annoy my wife all the time. She's like, you're so disciplined and, and ritualistic. And yes. Like, um, it, you have to come – you have to realize that it has to come down to that. And short answer I'll say to anyone – you know, you or anyone listening or anyone who like looks to others for, oh, like David does this or Chase does that. So I'm going to do it. Some of those things, yes, are pretty universal. Some of those things I, I believe can help anyone and everyone. There are just certain fundamental truths when it comes to physical activity, sleep, nutrition, hydration, that if you're a human being and you implement some of these things in a consistent manner, they will improve your energy. They will improve your muscle mass, your fat loss, your performance, your everything. But the most important thing you can do is create something, create your own rituals. So look to someone for guidance that can be a starting point. But if it serves you, great. But take note of exactly how it works. If it doesn't serve you, take note. Yeah. Because it could just be good. wrong dosage. It could be the wrong it could be the right area, but just the wrong exact thing. The most important thing you can do is just um, be a self-study. I, I give credit to a friend and a podcast mentor and wellness mentor really of mine. Josh Trent, um, I believe he coined this or was a guest of his, N equals one. Always strive every day to be N equals one. You know, in any study, any clinical study we look at, N equals the sample size. How many people were part of the study? What was the population? The best thing you can do is be N equals one, a study of one. Um, so that's kind of like the, really good. the short answer I'll say. Uh, but really, honestly, I, the biggest most contributing factor to ROI in terms of like health and wellness and performance and everything for me is sleep. Uh, I've gotten yeah. so no doubt selfish with my sleep almost uh, over the last, I would say like one to two years. Um, Cause I've just found that no matter the workout that I did, no matter the, 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 the diet, the food stuffs that I ate, the supplements that I took or didn't take um, the caffeine, the water, whatever, all those things, there's a formula for me and there's a formula for you too. But sleep, when I got, selfish and consistent with that of getting not just more quantity but in terms of tracking and learning how yep. I can get better quality yep. Yep. man everything else just kind of fell into place for me that's so good I'm glad you said that because that's the first thing that I look at when I work with NBA players is how's their sleep because that is the driving force I bet, I bet to yeah. performance to a max and what, he, what he's saying being selfish with the sleep yeah we don't have kids so obviously there's going to be some of you guys out there that can't always yeah, be yeah we selfish. get to be selfish jerks right we, now because we don't have kids we, yeah. we do but even if you have kids find a nap building a power nap it's just knowing how important that sleep is and treating it like the key that's yeah. going to generate everything else like that is that is spot on. So I also like with the mindset developments, we talk a lot about mindset development on the one percent podcast and with NBA players and, and what motivates them. And like that is the driving force. Like I think you hit the nail on the head for health, wellness, lifestyle. Like you got to get sleep and obviously you got to move. You got to have something active. You got to find your own rituals. You got to yeah. find your own rituals. Take exactly. note of others. See what build works your own. for you yeah. and know what works for you. Exactly. Building habits for sure. But as far as it comes to like mindset, like what when you wake up in the morning, what are you waking up and just wake popping out of bed like, man, I'm I'm juiced up. I'm going to attack today. Like <laughs> what is your thing that just gets you out, gets you going your mission that you're on? Well, part of it is that I know it's a it's a new day. It's a new morning and I get to start get caffeinated. I get to go to my Nespresso machine <laughs> yeah, you know, but after about like an hour or so being awake. <laughs> um, but to kind of piggyback off of our last answer, it's been about Four years now, uh, I have built a really, really solid morning ritual. Uh, and the first thing that I do when I wake up, first of all, I like just gratitude. I'm, I'm great, so happy to be awake. Um, actually, I'll go one step back. 
every night before I go to sleep for several years now, I, I have like this kind of like mantra, this phrase right before I close my eyes, right before I drift off a prayer, a phrase, a thought, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just simply say to myself out loud or in my head, thank you for today. And I ask for the gift of tomorrow. That's so good. So uh, I think it's just a good way. You know, when you kind of have a mindset of gratitude, you, you can't go wrong. Um, and so I end my night, end my day that way, and I wake up. It's like it's the last thing that I said. It's fresh in my mind. I wake up. You know, I got the gift of tomorrow. Here I am. So and then I dive into my morning ritual. Uh, and for me, it's a little bit of a reading. Uh, I'm a big Stoic fan, Stoic, Stoic philosophy. And uh, so I have a book by Ryan Holiday, one mm-hmm. of my favorite living yeah. authors, called The Daily Stoic. Yep. And e- I've been reading the same book for four years, which sounds boring <laughs> as hell. But each it's day good. is its own little excerpt. It's like a little devotional of like a quote from a Stoic and then a brief interpretation. And, and I just know that the first minutes of me waking up, I'm going to be starting my day on my terms, you know, in the right mindset. And I'm going to be able to, to read something, to learn something, to refresh on something that has never steered me wrong. Uh, it's beautiful. And we all can have those kind of morning routines. I find the same thing, the importance of having your morning the way that you want it to be. You don't have to wake up and check your phone right away and check Instagram and it's just going to flood you. You need that time, that, that presence to be able to start into your day. I my phone it, stays in airplane mode. Yeah. When I go to sleep right. and for the, like, yeah. the first 45 minutes to an hour, I'm awake. Same. I, I do my morning routine, my morning business, yes. then my reading and then some water and some greens, then an espresso. And uh, then then after about an hour or so, yeah, I'll turn on the phone. It's, it's beautiful. And I love that you keep reading that book over and over again. So that means for the next four years, you'll be reading Pivot and Go every <laughs> single morning. Hey, you know, that's dope. You've had your run. It's time to uh, you know bring the new kid on the block into <laughs> <laughs> So going with that, too, is the feeling of... When you gain success, when you gain momentum, like you have done, it's it's easy to come become complacent, and it's it's sure. easy also to complacent in that term, but also like always wanting a little bit more. Because I like for myself to, I've been able to train a, a ton of NBA players. It's amazing. So if I look back at it, when I was a kid or when I was ten years ago, that I could be training over 150 NBA players, I'm like yeah. that's amazing. That's wow. amazing. Like like that's my dream come true. Yeah, man. But now it's like okay, I want to do more and yeah. do more and do more. How do you balance the the wanting to do more with being content in where you're at? Because you like just being around you, your presence is just like it's you're like <laughs> smooth, very smooth. I love it. It's all it's a fine balance of espresso and CBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what a really unique question. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll kind of say, like, do yeah, you struggle? Do you struggle with thinking like, okay, I've reached this point, I got to do more, or I got to have more followers, or I got to have more likes on my uh, reviews on my podcast? Okay, so the answer I'll give, maybe some people can relate, maybe not. Yeah, but maybe if it's because you can't relate, it's probably just because you can't yet. Life will continue to happen, I promise you, and you'll get some lessons that you maybe didn't think you wanted quite yet. Yeah. And you said a key word, you know, complacent. Uh, for me, I substitute that. I use the word idling. Uh, and for me, years ago, about five years ago or so, four or five years ago, there was a time when I was idling. I was complacent in my life, and I thought I was still this guy that I am now. I thought I was super optimistic. I thought I enjoyed everyone's company. I thought everyone enjoyed my company. I, I, I mean, bottom line... That's, that's Los Angeles for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's like a <laughs> Nissan. Like, why does it sound like that? It's like a 98 Nissan. Um, of course. I, 
life knocked me down not too long ago when I got complacent. And my relationships, like my intimate relationships with my family, my friends, girlfriend, um, my job, my professional relationships, just all these things that, you know, I mean, flat out I was taking for granted. And it was because when, when that rug was yanked out from underneath me, it was, it was really a big part of it. At least half of it was, you know, my fault. I was just complacent, taking things and people for granted. And so I know what that feels like to kind of have your world shooketh, (laughs) Um, to to have people and things in your life that you just assume are always going to be there at this certain level or in this certain form. And then one day it's not. And, And so I... I don't ever want to go back to that. I don't ever want to feel that again. Same thing with like, you know, the loss of my father, you know, I lost, it was long story short, 18 month battle of Lou Gehrig's disease. And I I spent years and years not dealing with that. And then that began to manifest as PTSD and anxiety attacks and panic attacks and not being able to be around friends and family and watch movies and TV where anybody was sick or dying. Um, And I don't ever want to feel like that again because in that moment with him and in that moment with, you know, my life kind of semi crumbling or, or at least I thought mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. the conscious thought came up, well, okay, if this is my fault, if this happened because of me, if my life isn't going the way that I want it to, it's because of me. Therefore, I also have the ability, you know, because of me to change it. Nice. There's, you know, nice. my pivot and go moment. For sure. <laughs> yeah, baby. And so, yeah, I just know what it feels like to not feel the best. I know what it feels like to not have fulfillment in my life. I know what it feels like to like think that things are going well and then all of a sudden they change. So I don't ever want to go back to that way of living. I don't ever want to go back to that, that mindset. And so, yeah, I just strive to really, it's not so much more, 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 Yeah. but instead of wider, it's deeper, right? So, you know, what can I be doing with the people and things in my life? And it's actually kind of timely. The other day I was thinking about, I've got, these deals and contracts and, you know, some partners with, you know, social media agreements and podcast agreements. And it's like set in stone. It's, it's good. It's squared away. Beautiful. But still, I'm just like, this isn't good enough. (laughs) I don't want more sponsors, more partnerships because I've been there and that's just more headache to kind of keep those balls juggling. But what can I do? How can I go deeper with this partnership? How can I just check up on this person? Because those are the things that people, and, and let's be honest, that business deals remember um, you know, is how did, how did you make them feel? And I'm always after that feeling after relationship building. So just going deeper, not wider, uh, is what I always go back to because I don't ever want to go back to that previous way of living, previous way of thinking. I love that. And if, if people take one thing away from this podcast, let it be go deeper in your relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not about more. It's not about, you got to like FOMO's huge. Like you got to be everywhere. It's Too many just people, not enough time. It's not worth the stress. It, it's absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Go deeper with the things that mean the most to you. Like, for my, for example, like when I'm with my wife, I'm going to be fully into my, like, that's the one thing that I can do the best at that moment is just be fully deeper yeah. in with her and not spread out all over. And it's just a, such a good point. Deeper, not wider. Love it. And going on to that. Yeah. Okay. We're going into the rapid fire. All right, let's hot go. seat, yeah, man. which that would be a great morning mindset quote right there. <laughs> but I'm going to hit you with what is your favorite or one of your favorite, few of your favorites mindset quotes mm. that you live by. So I pretty, I, I've been asked this question before, like, you know, what's a quote you live by your favorite quote. And yeah. I, I still love this one. It's uh, Henry Ford, you know, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. Um, but going back Beautiful. to my, my kind of stoic philosophy, one that's been more meaningful to me lately 
is from one of my favorite Stoic philosophers, Epictetus. He says, don't speak your philosophy, embody it. So and good. I think that's really crucial for you know, kind of a lot of what we've been talking about is you don't we often feel the need to you know let the world know what we're doing and <laughs> what we think is right or wrong or use this product instead of that one or this person's an a-hole or don't follow this person on social media and what we're doing when you really look at it is we're trying to in a passive aggressive way you know bring up our ego to make hey look what i say is right what other people are doing is wrong and, you know, again, shout out Ryan Holiday, Eagles mm-hmm. the Enemy is one of my yeah. favorite books of all time. Do you have a deal with Ryan, by the way? I, I, I wish I did. <laughs> I actually, He's great. He's tangent, awesome. I have like a four-year – I think I told you this, but I have like a four-year, three-year email thread with Ryan Holiday <laughs> of trying to get him on the show. Yeah. And it's always just like touch and go, touch and go. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it'll happen when it'll it's happen. meant to happen. But, yep. yeah, Pixar just says uh, don't speak your philosophy, embody it. So if you can just remember – what do you believe to be true? How can you act out integrity? What do you believe? What's your belief system? Just do it, be it. Then the right people will pay attention and then you don't need to ever, ever speak it. It's a great little ego test too. Spot on, yeah. man. And you do live that too. So he's not just saying it. He is living it. Thank you, man. Thank you. What is your definition of leaving a legacy? Not necessarily what the world thinks of legacy, not the whole billboard legacy, but for you, leaving a legacy. People remember Chase Tuning a hundred years from now. Man, that's a tough one. I mean, a lot of what I do is, is I hope out of legacy. You know, I'm trying to honor and carry on a legacy of my father. And yeah, you know, these these words that we live by ever yeah. forward actually is a continuation of legacy. If you know from his time in the military, and actually it goes way way back to even a small unit. It, before we even had an army, before we were a country, this band of brothers in the American Revolution, the creed was ever forward. So, so I mean, nice. it's kind of unique that I've kind of latched onto something that has roots like that, but you can create roots in anything. So for me, it's just to know if someone in 100 years looks back and says Chase Shooting's legacy was that he carried the torch, he carried that legacy in, in honor. And he did that, that legacy justice, really. Yeah, but that is a legacy. You're living ever forward. You're teaching people to live ever forward, taking steps daily to improve themselves, to improve others. Sounds Try like to. the 1%, yeah. the 1% <laughs> daily steps. See, that's why we mesh, man. That's we all, it's beautiful. Similar, similar philosophies for and sure. And we love super expensive smoothies from Air One. <laughs> all right, what's next for you? What are the next big projects? Mm. I know you got some great stuff coming up that we've talked about. Yeah. Spill out anything you, anything you want. Well, I mean – I'm sure you've experienced literally you can wake up one day and that can change. Absolutely. Whether it's you realize that, no, this doesn't serve me. This isn't my fulfillment or a new opportunity comes up or whatever. And you just find a new way to pivot and go (laughs) uh, pun intended. (laughs) But for me, it's, um, you know, the podcast is very much so my baby. Uh, And in last year that kind of created a whole new opportunity and, you know, podcast production and consulting and kind of just going deeper on this platform. Like we were saying earlier, and now like I'm even going deeper like on mine, I'm really getting to the core of, well, what is really happening here and what we are doing? Uh, we just so happen to be having microphones and headsets and recording onto a device, but sure, the vehicle is a podcast, but what we're actually doing is storytelling. Yes. And once I began to pay attention to that, it allowed me and kind of forced me to go deeper into my story to fully understand it and go back to childhood traumas and memories conscious and subconscious so that I could better fully truly and authentically understand my story so that I could better share it so that I could better understand and 
get people's stories out of them. Um, so where I want to go with that is just get better at storytelling, get better at understanding other people's stories and just continue to create new and unique experiences for storytelling. Um, for me this year, it's going to look a lot like I'm trying to get IRL in, 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 as much as possible in real life, man. I'm trying to get out, you know, for live events, cool. um, bring people together. Very cool. I, had, I had two last year that did really well and I want to, want to grow them. Um, I just want to get better at, at telling my story yeah. so that hopefully other people can pick up on things from it and better learn how to understand and tell theirs. And you have an amazing story that will be made into a movie one day. With, the letters with your from help, your man. father to you. Yes, yeah. that could be a whole other podcast itself, but yeah. it's it's powerful, man. Yeah. That's absolutely coming. So before our final question, how do we all follow you? Give us everything you're on. Yeah, so uh, like I said, um, podcasting is my big baby. My yep. show is Ever Forward Radio, where wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to audio, we now drop episodes every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, three times a week. And uh, that's that's Beautiful. where I live on the airwaves. And then Instagram, really, at Chase yep. underscore tuning is um, kind of where I live and breathe. And you can live the life Chase lives. Follow a great Instagram up. story. Hit me up. Thanks, You're man. an amazing Instagram story. <laughs> I take pride in mine, but you crush it. <laughs> I have but- too much free time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Final question is, what does being a one percenter mean to you? Mm. It's pretty much ever forward. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of I mean, that would one. be like the easy, easy answer yeah, for sure. Would. But um, I mean, I love what you're doing, man. I love this concept. And Thanks. This, this is what I love about this way of the world right now is whatever you believe, whatever you want to believe or what do you want to, whatever you want to explore to believe you can. And that's exactly what yes. you're doing. Yep. So what does 1% mean to me? What is being one percenter? Um, it kind of reminds me a lot of like my military roots in terms of certain, and not to just say the military, but there are certain jobs, certain missions out there, certain things in life that need to get done. And a lot of them are not sexy. A lot of them are not glamorous. A lot of them have no accolade. They're just things that need to get done. Nice. And that was a big part of my life for, for, for years. And it's just knowing that you're serving the greater good. You're serving your community. You're serving the men and the women to the left and right of you. And, and, and again, don't, you know, don't downplay yourself here. You're serving yourself. You're becoming a better human being, which is going to spill over in everything we just shared. So, um, there are some dirty jobs out there, some things that you may never get rewarded for, but doing them, the act of doing them and knowing that they're getting done is the greatest reward. So I Dude, think that's beautiful. what the one percenter is. Yeah. Beautiful answer. And you are off the hot seat and the one percenter podcast. You crushed it. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. Such, such an honor and pleasure to have you on yeah, here. Man. Just sharing your knowledge. I know you have even like a ton more that you can share. I just encourage everybody out here to follow what Chase is doing listen to ever for he has great guests on i've been like on there David before Nurse. i've been on there before <laughs> just, just drop that little no but, but th- thank you for all that you do for everybody and motivating them inspiring them like i received that man changing lives man and now we got to go because we need to go get another 14 dollar coffee from air one <laughs> gotta reticket the hour up on parking yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you very much man thank you thank you so much for listening to the one percent podcast seriously it means a ton to me Time is the most valuable asset we have, and you are spending it with me. Thank you. And thank you for being the light you are to so many people in your life. Remember, no matter where you are or what you do, you have the chance to change someone's life daily. A smile, just listening to someone, even the smallest of small things, can change someone's entire perspective on life. Impacting one person's life can impact millions. 
And if you have a quick 30 seconds after this podcast and could leave a review, that would be amazing. That helps me to be able to continue to bring on great guests to this podcast. But if you don't have the time either, no biggie. Tell a friend, tell a family member, share this with someone you think could benefit from listening. And if you want, post what you learned from this episode up on Instagram. Tag me at davidnurse5. As each month, I'm going to pick a winner from the people who leave reviews and tags on Instagram. I'm sending them super swag one percenter gear. And I'm also going to be sending out my first book, Pivot and Go, coming super, super soon. But it is on presale today, right now. You can go get yourself a presale. Be one of the first with a discounted price. Check it out at davidnurse.com or go to Amazon where you can search all books all over the place and you can order it there. It's on presale today. Remember the best gifts are gifts that can change someone's life. Thank you so much for being who you are. Feel more than free to reach out to me on Instagram at any time I answer everyone back. I am always here for you. Have a great week and remember, pour into yourself 1% daily so you can pour into others 1% every single day.